are listening to Up To Me Radio, the best in inspirational talk radio. It's up to me. This is Beth, health and wellness expert, along with my friend and colleague and co-host, Dr. Clitheroe. We are so excited to be here today. Scott, how are you doing this beautiful day in Texas? It's beautiful. It is beautiful here, too. It is a great day to be alive and to be talking to you. How you been? I've been doing good. Super, super, super busy. But hey, you know what? I love a challenge. Yeah, that makes the day go by faster in the weeks. And I can't believe... Before you know it, we'll be in spring. I mean, time is just flying by as usual. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm looking forward to the spring. It's been kind of a, a cold, cold, cold winter for me. And I'm from up north. So these northern days just oh, chill me to the bone. I tell you what, yeah. chill me to the bone. What are you looking um, forward to with the warmer weather? Just getting out and hiking. I miss hiking so much. That's like my favorite recreation pastime to do and I like to eat so uh, you know I, I do but I'm really looking forward to um the spring because I I you know what one thing I really want to talk about today is you know kind of the behind the scenes people don't get to know us that often yeah but I want to talk about something that you and I have um, challenged each other to do um this spring this summer and that is to go plant-based for three months yes but I think it'd be good for me and I'm sure our listeners too. What exactly do you mean by plant-based? You know, I think plant-based diets are um, modern. It's a modern take on kind of a traditional diet that's relied basically only with available plant foods. This is including vegetables, fruits, starches like potatoes or corn, beans, nuts, seeds, and healthy fats like coconuts or olives or avocados. So um, I don't think there's necessarily a one plant-based diet in existence today that doesn't have different variants. I mean, we have plant-based diets like the Mediterranean diet, the macrobiotic diet, the vegan diet, the raw diet, and, and other vegetarian diets. But for me, it's basically relying on fruits, vegetables, beans, nuts, and seeds, and fats, of course. So, yeah. Well, I think I did learn something, though, because what I'm hearing you say is that a plant-based diet doesn't necessarily mean vegetarian or vegan. No, it doesn't. Um, Again, there's so many different variants on that. And I would encourage people to reach out to a nutritionist, a dietitian, a wellness professional, um, and and do your research because there's other different type of plant-based diets. I mean, there's some that just obviously um, vegan. If you're a vegan, you're not eating anything from like, you know, eggs or fish, then you have that vegetarian that you can't have eggs and dairy. And so there's just so many different types of plant-based diets, but on a whole, with that being an umbrella, let's just say the plant-based diet is the parent. And then they have lots of different diets under there, the vegan, the vegetarian, the Mediterranean, which allows fish. So, but some people don't think of fish as more like a meat kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Does it make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, a lot of people think of, you know, 
when I hear people, patients talk, they talk about meat as in they seem to be just talking about beef, which is not obviously the case. Right. So I think it's important probably to clarify in your own mind, but also when you're talking to a dietitian or a physician or a wellness person like yourself about what exactly do you mean by, you know, plant-based and what you mean by meat and, and all that kind of thing. I think that that probably is a good idea because again, there is a lot of you know, confusion or, you know, different uses of the words in this kind of area. So I think it's good to kind of know at what basis you're talking when you're talking to somebody about this stuff. You know, I think it kind of goes back to, and this is a good point to, you know, to talk about, I mean, Mm -hmm. two out of every three American adults um, are now obese or overweight. Hmm. So I think that, there's so many other reasons to eat more plants and to eat more fruits and to eat more, you know, seeds. So, because it really, I mean, evidence shows that a plant-based diet. Now, when you and I are talking, we're talking about being plant-based rich diet with vegetables, whole grains, healthy fats, healthy proteins, which is amino acids. Mm -hmm. Um, But if somebody wants to like have a plant-based diet, that's their base, but they might have some extra meat or fish or turkey or, you know, or chicken that goes into that. So if it's based on plant, is it 100% or is it 80%? So I think that's kind of the first step that people need to talk about or think about. That makes sense. Yeah. And I I think also, um, I have been trying to think about diet, not just about weight that Mm -hmm. I, I feel like a lot of patients that I come across when they talk about things about either specific organ systems that are bothering them or just general fatigue, malaise, all that. I try to get them to think about how could their diet be affecting that? You know, Mm -hmm, you talk about mm -hmm. the one constant in people's life. Every day we put food in our mouth. Every day we're ingesting foreign substances into our body. And yet we don't, we think about medications, of course, and toxins and, 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 and bacteria and viruses, of course, lately, but we don't think about the fact that the food we put in our mouth, obviously, is becoming, we're becoming one with our food. You are what you eat. And if you can kind mm-hmm. of think about, wow, maybe, maybe what I'm putting in my mouth is affecting me that, you know, that may be helpful. And, you know, I think that's kind of a good way to think about it. I'm certainly obviously very interested in obesity because it's such an epidemic and, mm-hmm. and, and we could talk about that quite a bit, but I think um, I also just want to make sure that we touch on the, ba- the basis that a healthy diet, whether it's plant-based or not is, not just working on weight, it's working on quality of life and other exactly. disease processes. Yeah. You know, and I, I think it's, this is a great place to say that, um, you know, the American Heart Association and experts, I mean, they all believe and say that diets can be beneficial for helping people, you know, to increase their nutrient intake. And that's, it's the nutrients, it's the calories, it's the vitamins, it's the minerals that give us energy, actually Mm. minerals more than vitamins. I don't know if you knew that or not. Minerals are really important to um, give us energy. And it's been shown that plant-based diets, again, it's similar to vegetarian diets in many ways, but it offers protection against coronary heart disease, metabolic syndrome, some cancers, obesity, hypertension, type two diabetes, cardiovascular mortality. There's so, there's so many diseases, like, like you just said, you are what you eat, let food be your medicine. There's all those old adages that we can say, but eating plants, um, eating more fruits and vegetables is really, really an important thing to do. And, um, staying away from processed foods and packaged products is again, one of the most valuable things we can do to treat not only obesity, but our health. Yeah. 
I agree. I do think I, you know, I, I tell people if you can't pronounce it, <clears throat> don't eat it. You know, in other words, if it's <laughs> if you look at the ingredients and there's chemicals on there you can't pronounce, it's probably not a good idea to eat a lot of it. Yeah, exactly. So is that going to be hard for you to do a plant-based diet? And you have to see me, I want to go total vegan mm-hmm. for three months. That's my plan. What is your plan? I was assured to, I was assured to hear that, you know, there was, uh, you could have some meat. I don't crave steak often, but sometimes a little bit of red <clears throat> meat does sound good. I, um, I find that I think it'll be difficult for me and that I'm not a good planner of my food. And that, mm-hmm. um, as everybody knows, it's hard to eat healthy when you're on the go. Uh, but you can, you can yes. for sure. But a lot of times I find myself in the, um, doctor's uh, lounge at the hospital or the doctor's dining room or, and, and all there is is a tur- turkey sandwich, you know, and maybe, uh, a pre-made salad that looks kind of iffy as far as its freshness. Right, but, right, right, right. So I, I have no problem doing it. I try to spend a lot of my days uh, meat-free and just go, you know, a vegetarian or vegan. But <clears throat> I'm a little concerned just about um, finding the food. And so I think planning is a concern for me. And I think a lot of people. Prep, prep, prep. That's so important. Yeah. And, um, hey, I want to ask you a question. Have you ever heard of the Blue Zones? I have never heard of the Blue Zones. What is that? Okay, so the Blue Zones is basically, and I want people to Google this and look it up, but um, it's where the highest percentage of people living over the age of 100 can be found. Mm -hmm. So um, I think there's a place in Utah. Oh, wow. Um, Japan, Costa Rica. So I think there's five of them around, but most of those people in the Blue Zones have plant-based diets. Oh, okay. I know. So these people, you know, they have a reduction rate in heart disease, dementia, diabetes, osteoporosis, and so many other symptoms and diseases. But um, yeah, so I think plant foods are basically, I mean, commonly eaten in the healthiest parts of the world. And I'm talking leafy green vegetables, fresh herbs and spices and tropical fruits and nuts and seeds and, you know, ancient grains and olive oil, beans, sweet potatoes. So I'm getting excited. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. It doesn't sound like you're really limiting yourself. You're really not. I think it's just, a, it's a palate you have to change mm-hmm. and really it's the habits you have to you know change. And I know we were actually talking the other day and I actually said, I'm craving some protein. I think it was yesterday. Yeah. And um, I've been trying to slowly reduce the amount of meat I have in my diet, I do take amino acids because it's the amino acids. It's not the protein. I mean, it's basic chemistry, but I, I don't think we have the time. And I think people would fall asleep if we went into that, but, um, it's the amino acids that really are the building blocks and the the strong foundation in your life. It's not the protein. Hmm. So, um, you know, Maybe we can well, talk about I, that later, but yeah. yeah I, I, again, the protein issue. So, you know, I know you had mentioned one time that you use amino acid supplements, Mm -hmm. you're going vegan and that's fine. But part of me thinks, well, does that, isn't that the B12 issue, which I'm not well educated on except to know Mm -hmm. that vegans need B12 supplement, but some skeptics would say, well, if you have to take amino acid supplements and you have to take B12, doesn't that mean we weren't quote meant to unquote eat a completely vegan diet? I mean, what is your response when, when folks tell you that or ask you that? Okay. I'm so glad you said that. So think about the world we live in right now. I mean, the soil that we use for vegetables, Mm -hmm. it doesn't have 
um, the magnesium that it did three generations ago. So the food that we eat doesn't have the amount of magnesium that we need to have in our, our, our body, our diets. So we have to supplement. Unfortunately, we do. And that's what supplements are. They're there to supplement a healthy diet. Hmm. And if my healthy diet is going to be plant-based and I need to supplement um, with amino acids, then so be it. However, do you know, pound per pound, you can get more protein and broccoli than you can red meat. Now you're not getting the vitamin Bs. I will say that. but and unfortunately, vitamin Bs, it's something I will have to supplement the rest of my, my life with. And I think if I choose to go total vegan, but you're only going to get vitamin B12 from, you know, from beef and eggs and things like that. So, you know, it's that give and take what's important to you. I would much rather supplement knowing I'm doing my body, um, building that strong foundation with amino acids and vitamin Bs. And that's just kind of the course of action that I will take. Mm. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, it's, it's, I mean, there's other. I've gone down this uh, rabbit hole, so to speak, one time. I think that you can get B12, you know, seaweed and yeah, 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 yeah. nutritional yeast. I mean, I think that, you know, and I, like you said, ancient, ancient, ancient uh, grains, mm-hmm, ancient mm-hmm. grains and, and I guess our ancestors got B12. So I guess my point is just that I really do feel like I think, again, I've told you this before, my theory, which is a little bit uneducated, but just I think that, you know, we're I think we're somewhat omnivores, but our ancestors probably, you know, did not eat meat every day. Uh-huh. Um, you know, we're kind of opportunistic meat eaters when they were able to catch a fish or, or, you know, kill an animal and eat it, they ate it, but then they would go days and weeks with eating nuts and berries and, and roots and things like that. So I think that's yeah. probably the way we should eat. And so I, I feel like, um, I certainly feel like the data is pretty clear, whether it's the dash diet, which is, you know, the, the, the hypertension diet, which we've talked about before, which is, you know, stands for dietary approaches to stop hypertension and the Mediterranean diet, they've been, you know, proven in pretty big studies to help with heart disease and hypertension. So I think that I don't think you have to be vegan, but I, clearly there's some benefits to it or vegetarian too. So yeah, I, and that's a great, I mean, plant-based diets versus vegan diets, basically mm-hmm. a vegan diet is 100% plant-based, mm-hmm. meaning they have no animal products at all, strictly no meat, fish, dairy, eggs. Um, and I think, you know, plant-based diets on the other hand are usually more varied and tend to um, include at least some sort of animal foods such as mm-hmm. dairy, eggs, or fish. And, yeah. you know, I may in a month, I might say, Hey, Scott, I'm going to start at, I'm not a big dairy eater, um, or egg eater. So I might add some fish. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know, again, the concerns, you know, regarding nutrient deficiency associated with vegan diets include, you know, calcium, iron, essential fatty acids, mm-hmm. um, vitamin B12, which you just said, mm-hmm. um, you know, so got a supplement. I think also, you know, that it's clear that you could be vegan or vegetarian and eat nothing but cookies all day. So that is true. I think it comes back to the point that plant based means whole food based, you know, whole mm-hmm. wholesome foods that are unaltered and that's important. And then trying to stay out of the um the aisles of the grocery store where the all everything's kind of um you know manufactured and formulated and things like that as opposed to natural. Is that is that fair to say too? Oh absolutely. Oh my yeah. gosh, absolutely. And yeah. and that being said our listeners, you don't have to go 100% plant-based to see positive health effects. Mm -hmm. You just need to add those fruits and veggies. And I like to see people have, you know, seven to nine servings a day. 
That's a lot. It is. Oh, you know, I mean, yeah. But I mean, but if you're not eating the meat, you know, you're going to need that. But I mean, and that's just so healthy. And I love the way fresh produce tastes. I mean, vegetables are nutrient dense, they're low in calories, they're full of antioxidants. And, you know, we just talked about those chronic disorders that it can really help as well. Yeah. And, you know, and then fruit, I have to say fruit. I mean, aim for one to three pieces of whole fruit, not juice every day. Mm -hmm. I mean, fruit is low in calories. They're full in fiber, antioxidants, vitamins, and water. Um, some fruits like the tropical fruits, think of pineapple and banana and oranges. Those fruits tend to have more sugar in them than let's say berries and kiwi, melons, and um, apples. Those have less sugar in them. So if you are diabetic, that's something you really need to, if you want to go plant-based, don't eat just fruit. Mm -hmm. But yeah, fruit, yeah, like, like you just said, fruit's still important to eat. Even mm -hmm. if you're diabetic, you just have to be mindful of the glycemic index and how much glucose is in it and and spread exactly. it out a little bit more, right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You know, um, and people have to be really mindful of their eating and, and making sure that they don't, um, that they pay attention to their hunger and their fullness cues. And again, mm -hmm. that's called mindful eating. So, so in addition to eating more plants, keep an eye on portion sizes and aim for a balance and variety overall. And I mean, visualize your plate and trying to fill out one third to half of your plate with fresh veggies and fruit at every single meal. And then the remainder should be split between healthy fats, healthy proteins. Again, we're talking about plant-based, not vegan right now, um, with a moderate amount of, you know, whole unprocessed grains. So. Okay. So here's another question I get a lot from the people who are trying to do this is they get confused because then there's the, the raw food advocates, you know, that, mm, oh, you mm -hmm. overcook your vegetables. You may as well not be eating any vegetables, which talk about that. It, it, I, I don't understand it quite. And I mean, obviously I think raw makes sense that the less you cook it, probably the more nutrients, but sometimes it makes it less digestible. So what are your thoughts about oh this? Raw so, food I diet? actually, no joke, no joke. About two hours ago, I was talking to a patient about this mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I am a firm believer that raw is good and cooked vegetables are good too. Now let okay. me talk about that. I'm not saying cook broccoli. I'm going back to broccoli because I love broccoli. I'm not saying boil broccoli for 10 minutes until it's like really ugly green. I'm talking about putting it in a, a steamer, a little basket, steam mm. it for three minutes. And it's this beautiful green. Um, you're going to get so many different type of um, health benefits from that steam broccoli. Mm -hmm. And it's a little different when you cook down a vegetable, not overcook it. I did not say overcook. When you steam vegetables, you get a different type of kind of chemistry from that um, vegetable to help you like tomatoes. If you cook a tomato, you're not going to get as much vitamin C in it, but you're going to get more lycopene in it. Oh, okay. So you're going to get different nutrients. So I think as long as you don't overcook the vegetables, then you're going to, if you know, 50, 50. Now to me, if I would eat raw all the time, my stomach would hurt. I mean, yes. My stomach would hurt. Yeah. So you've got to find that balance and works with, you know, you might be able to eat eight ounces of broccoli and be fine. And then I would be in the corner for two days. Being right. like, I can't move. So really, you know, um, either cooked or raw with most meals again aim to have you know start with four to six different kinds every day eat the rainbow so you're you know having a variety of your nutrient intake and um you know one thing i do have to say is potatoes potatoes are starchy 
you know, um, it's more of a starch than a vegetable, but, you know, so really think about your starch and your carbohydrate um, intake as well. Because let me tell you, when I was in college, I was a vegetarian. I was a vegan, but mm. I wasn't that healthy vegan because yeah. I was eating pizza without cheese. Yeah. Yeah. And, but I was eating Susie Q's and I was eating French fries and yeah. I was like, hmm, why have I gained seven pounds? <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't that healthy. I didn't. I just wanted to be a vegetarian. Right. Still eating cool. processed food. Yeah. There was um, vegan cheese back then. huh? I, I, I thought that was more of a recent thing. How did cheese. you eat? How did you do a vegetarian pizza? Um, well, no cheese, but it, there's something out there um, from Sieta. It's uh-huh. basically cheese made from cashews and it's yeah, very yeah. good. It's yeah, I've had that before. Very good. Yeah, oh yeah for sure. Yeah. It's so good. Well, the, you know, I think also, you know, being a doctor, you see a lot of foodborne illnesses and, you know, certainly cooking food <laughs> reduces that. But I think, you know, one thing that we should be talking about too is um, how thoroughly you should wash your vegetables. I mean, I don't know the science too well, but I personally don't take anything that says pre-washed for granted. I try to yeah. wash mm-hmm. most of my bag salads and, and things mm-hmm. like that, just because mm-hmm. of those cases of salmonella and E. coli mm-hmm. that we've seen, which sadly, you know, um, usually what I've read comes from the slaughterhouse up the road. <laughs> I mean, uh. How sad is that? That a lot of times like the Chipotle thing and other, other uh, foodborne illness outbreaks that were from vegetables that actually came, the vegetables were contaminated by animal production facilities that were in close proximity. Probably not every case, but a lot of the cases. So it still comes back to the fact that, you know, sometimes these slaughterhouses are not um, environmentally safe. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm glad you said that. So, I mean, not only does a plant-based diet have benefits for your waistline and your health, it's also good for the planet. So eat less. Again, we're not talking about vegan, vegetarian. We're talking about plant-based diet right now. Um, I mean, eating foods that are lower on the food chain takes less natural resources to produce, having a lower carbon footprint. So, and you know, so yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think, again, I, um, you know, we talk a lot about food on here and, and it's important because obviously, again, like we said, we have to eat, but you and I have talked about it before, maybe I'm not sure on the show, but I, I think about food a lot. I mean, you know, I, I wake you. up, I, yeah, I mean, <laughs> and so I, I don't, I think I, I don't, I've just kind of come to the reality that the, I used to think, well, maybe if we just treated food as an, un, an inconvenient interruption in our day then maybe we'd all have a better healthy relationship with food. But I think that ignores centuries of human history where food production and food consumption is a very social thing. It's a very happy time. And so I think I used to think that was good, but I realized in my life, yeah, I look forward to eating with friends and family. I look forward to preparing good food. I love the taste of food, you know, so so I guess I just want to get that out of the way that I, I, I've come to think that, that that's not probably realistic or frankly, even maybe socially or mentally healthy to look at food as just a, just fuel, you know, what, do, mm-hmm. what are your thoughts about that? Cause I mean, it's, it kind of makes sense on an intellectual basis, just, Hey, food is fuel, eat that apple and keep moving. Who cares if it's mealy, <laughs> who, if that banana is not just right, if it's too ripe or not ripe enough eat it. Right. I mean, but that well, doesn't that kind of ignore a lot of reality for most people. Well, I'm not going to eat a green 
banana because I'm just going to get all that starch and sugar. So, well, but um, you know what I mean? I, I'm just talking yeah. about in general. Yeah. It just seems like we, we need yeah, to acknowledge I, that. It's all in your head. It's all, it's, it's that risk versus reward. I mean, if I thoroughly enjoy my Friday night pizzas with my girls, you know, if I have all my girlfriends come over and that's my thing, I am going to eat super, 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 super clean the rest of the time. Now I don't do that. Let me just get it out there. But if that was important to me, or if Christmas or birthdays or once a month, I wanted a quote unquote cheat meal, then life is about balance. If you really thoroughly enjoy that, um, you enjoy those activities, then just eat super clean and there's no room for budging. Um, yeah. I mean, eating is such a social aspect of our lives, fortunately yeah. or unfortunately. I mean, it is what it is. I think to me, um, I mean, I can go to a restaurant with a group of friends and I'm, I, I went the other day and I didn't have, I went to a Mexican restaurant and I had no chips at all. I didn't have, what? Chip. I, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't have one. Willpower is over the top there. I was no, I, I could not do that. I don't think, unfortunately. No, I, I, but I ate the guacamole. I ate it like <laughs> soup, you know, I was just, so I, I had my, I had my food that I really enjoy. And I, I so. Okay. It, wait, how did you eat the guacamole with a spoon? Just with a spoon. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I thought you were going to say celery and I was going to have to stop the recording. <laughs> You're like, we're done now. We are done. <laughs> No, I get it. I mean, I I think chips and French fries are probably my downfall. I just, they taste so good, you know, but I remember one time we went to a local place here in town and got some to go Mexican food during the height of the pandemic and they sent chips home. I was like, Oh good. You know? And then uh, the, the, the paper bag that had the chips within 30 Crazy. minutes was soggy. Mm-hmm. Was, get all get out with mm-hmm. oil. And it was kind of a visual reminder about how much oil is loaded into these fried things. That's good. Like, exactly. Oh. Exactly. And, you know, and again, it's finding that balance that works for you. I mean, for me, eating more plants is important because I want to reduce inflammation and boost my odds of living a long, healthy, happy life. So, um, you know, and I think plant-based diets are most effective when they're viewed as kind of one piece of the larger puzzle and larger puzzle for me is just having a healthy life. And, um, yeah, so risk versus reward and what's important to you. And, and this isn't going to work for everybody. So, well, I think I've I've worked with people. I know you have too. I have worked with people that say, I would rather be on insulin I would rather be on this diabetes medication and eat what I want. I don't care. You'd have people like that. And that's, that's fine. That's their choice. It, 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 yeah. I, I certainly a big believer in autonomy for, for patients, my patients, but if we get, it's just the, to get them to realize that it, it's, it's not that the momentary pleasure of that ice cream or that Snickers bar, it's just not worth it. I mean, mm-hmm. again, yeah. Like you said, balance, if you want to have reward yourself once a week or, once a month with something that's not the healthiest food, then do it. But, you know, obviously make up for it and make most of your days healthy, get the exactly. get that kind of stuff out of the house. But I really feel like I, what I say to the patients who tell me that, which I've definitely heard too, is I think if, if you could just, and I include myself, cause I I'm definitely preaching myself as much as anybody, if you can just realize how bad you're going to feel mm-hmm. that momentary pleasure on your taste buds, it's quickly gone, you know, after an hour of dopamine surging and then you crash and, and all the ways that we know this food makes you feel bad. And of course, long-term, it definitely leads to weight gain and, and health conditions and inflammation. So I hear you. And I try to push back on that, you know, just, um, but I do think that again, you know, occasional pizza with friends, uh, 
you know, a cake, birthday cake with your, your grandma or your daughter. I mean, heck yeah, man. But then just say, okay, well, tomorrow I'm going to buckle down and, mm-hmm. and hit the gym a little harder and, you know, all that. So I think it's just that balance, you know, I really do. And, and there's um, one thing that you said that I want to, um, there's three things I want to say, cause I know we're kind of running out of time, but three is when you eat something that's that comfort food to you, mm-hmm. your dopamine, your serotonin levels do raise for 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Oh, just 10 minutes. Huh? That's about yeah. it. Oh, okay. mm-hmm. You can have a lingering effect, but the average is 10 minutes. So you mm-hmm. feel really good once you finish Yeah, and it's digesting, it takes about two hours to digest, but your levels of those happy hormones last 10 minutes. That's why people are always searching for that subconsciously looking for that sugar typically or chips or salt or whatever their comfort food is. Um, but I do have to say this before we, we close, you know, if people choose to do a plant-based diet, you have to remember the healthy fats and protein are also important parts of a balanced diet too. So if you notice that you're tired, if you're frequently hungry or craving things like sweets, it's probably a good idea to include more protein and healthy fats in your uh, meals, Mm -hmm. since this can be a sign of blood sugar fluctuations, um, you know, of, you know, protein and fat deficiency. So really think about that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, as we prepare for this, um, plant-based diet uh, that you and I are going to embark on. How um, are are there any resources that you recommend for me and for those who want to follow along with this? What besides just, you know, I mean, do we just, just buy plant-based foods obviously, (laughs) but is there any resources that you recommend online or elsewhere? Um. Or you don't Honestly, you know, research, I'm going to say, um, the American Heart Association. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, what's that other one? Oh, you put me on a spot. <laughs> live strong, live strong, live strong's excellent. Okay, good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's an excellent. Um, oh gosh, what's that other one? Oh, do, 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 do. Okay, what about I'm forks gonna, over knives? I know that's forks kind of over a whole knives. Industry. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. Um, okay. There's another one. Let me look it up here. Like Mind Valley. Mind Valley Challenge, um, mm. Conquer Your Cravings. So um, Eric is, I can't pronounce his last name, is a wonderful speaker, kind of really dives into things a little bit deeper, mm-hmm. um, but it's called Mind Valley. So I encourage okay. people to look at that Mind Valley. Mind well, Valley should Academy. we sit, did we sit, put that in the links? Sure, absolutely. Okay. We'll put that in the links. Okay, good deal. So when are we going to start this, boss? Um, what did we say? April 1st? April Fool's Day. Are you going to fool me and have a big uh, steak that day? No. What day is April 1st? Let me look at that. What's April 1st? <laughs> it's not usually this like April 1st is on a Friday. Let's do April 4th. Let's do that. Okay. April well, and again, I mean, between now and then, it's not like I'm going to be, you know, <laughs> scarfing down a, yeah, a scarfing down burgers every day, but I think um, <laughs> I do, I do, like I, I mentioned earlier, I do need to do some prep work and yes. carry things with me in the car. I do start, I am now carrying legumes of different varieties in the car. Um, Yay. I did notice that when you go to the local grocery store to buy your healthy legumes, they, you are inundated with trail mixes right there that Mm -hmm. (laughs) include M&Ms and chocolate pieces and all sorts of sugared um, or sweetened uh, dried Mm -hmm. fruits and stuff. I'm like, okay, that's not helping. That's not helping. But um, but, wait, is chocolate, um, chocolate is obviously plant-based. Is it vegan? 
No, I guess the milk well, chocolate's I mean, not. Milk chocolate's not, but you can have that. Um, yeah, yeah. The um, one has like eighty percent cocoa. Those, um, it's called green and white, I think, or black mm-hmm. and white. Um, those are pretty good. You, I mean, you go to Whole Foods, you go to Trader Joe's, you go to um, Sprouts. I, I'm just saying really local things around here, but yeah, eighty percent cocoa, you can have that. But you know, it's that's pretty tart. I mean, I can turn away dark chocolate. Really? Wow. Okay. Yeah. Rather just go with that. Okay. Well, yeah. Okay, good. So we have, you know, some time to plan. And um, those of you listening who want to join us, we'd love to have the comments uh, section filled up with uh, the, the good and the bad and the difficult and the easy and the tips yes. and the, and the tricks. We would love to learn from you guys. And we do, by the way, we appreciate all your comments and your positive feedback and any negative feedback and suggestions for future shows. We would greatly appreciate so much well beth you know they say brevity is the soul of wit or something to that effect so why don't we just make this a brief one <laughs> a, um, a a good uh, motivational um discussion about uh plant-based diet what do you think absolutely i really enjoyed this conversation i did too much. i always get motivated when i talk to you and I know Yay. that's what you do for a living, but you do it well. So thank you very much. I look forward to um, a very healthy 2022. Yay. All right, guys. Well, listen, thank you for everybody uh, hopping on and listening. And um, you know where to find us. And uh, please rate us, subscribe, and uh, give a listen to all the other shows on our network. They're fantastic. And we will see you soon. Take care. Bye.